Welcome to Automating the Chain, the weekly podcast and webinar specifically engineered to support and educate executives as they explore the potential of industrial automation. Each week, we sit down with an executive leader or their technical counterpart of an international organization to discuss how they plan to leverage industrial automation to advance their business. We will also have startups focused on automating the supply chain explain their technology in an accessible way. Experts in the field will colour in historical and current case studies. Without further ado, let's get into the show. Hi Jeff, thank you very much for coming on Automating the Chain. I'm very pleased to introduce you to the Automating the Chain community as the president of the Association for Advanced Automation, also known as A3, but also, which is the umbrella organization for the RIA, which is the Robotics Industries Association, the AIA, Advanced Vision and Imaging Association, and the MCMA, the Motion Controls and Motor Association. And I'd love you to talk a little bit more to this, given that you've been overseeing the uh, movement towards automation for the last... 40 years. So can you tell us a little bit about your mission at A3, which is the umbrella organization and where all things are happening? Why are you doing this? What has uh, led you to devote your life to this pretty much? Well, first of all, thanks for having me, T. It's a great honor to be here with you and to be a participant in this podcast. Yeah, I've been doing this 40 years. I got into it. I was an English major in college at the University of Michigan, go blue, and realized that there was a need for someone to communicate to the general public, to the media, to policymakers about very technical issues like robotics, which is how our association started a long time ago as a robotics association. But now, Our mission here at the A3, which brings together that alphabet soup that you talked about, robotics, vision, motion, AI, is to be the global advocate for adopting automation. We believe it's important for companies, if they want to be successful, to take advantage of the best technologies out there. And automating, using robotics, vision, motion, et cetera, is the way we believe to do it. Thank you so much. And uh, in terms of your members, let's talk a a little bit about your community and your members, who actually turns to you and says, Jeff, we, we'd love to learn more about what's happening in robotics or automation. Well, I mean, there's our members, that's 1100 plus member companies throughout the world. But then there's the whole universe of users and potential users. They need a trusted resource. We provide lots of information on our websites. We have over a million visits or visitors a year to our websites. We put on great shows and conferences, including one that's coming up called Automate Forward, and webinars and all this information available for free to anybody who wants to learn more about how to successfully apply automation. So from what you've seen in the industry, and again, to give even more context, those who are listening, you get some of the most senior executives at corporations, you get some of the cutting edge robotics company uh, executives and founders, get policymakers turning to you. Can you tell us a little bit about why people are starting to adopt automation now more than ever before? 
Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. One, there's been improvements in the technology. I mean, again, you're looking at a 40 year period. It used to be you had to put robots behind cages. Now you can work side by side with them safely. So there's been a lot of improvement there. Also, the prices have come down. That's significant. You know, it used to be that small and medium sized companies thought, oh, robotics and automation, that's for big companies like automakers. Now it's available to everybody. And then the third most important thing, or maybe the most important thing actually, is the ease of use. The technologies are a lot easier to use, set up, program. With some of the newer robots, you can have them up and running very quickly. So I think that companies realize also what's different from 40 years ago is that the competition is global. I mean, you're, you may have used to compete with somebody who was in the same you know, region as you, but now you've got to have the best quality, most impressive pricing structure, right? So that the customer can afford it. And you got to be fast. And these technologies of robotics and vision and AI and motion and all the rest allow you to do that. So it's a competitive edge. And if you don't do it, you fall behind. And so in terms of the problems they keep turning or the problems you keep hearing, clearly there's a a product market fit in the sense that members are turning to you and saying, we have this problem. What is the reoccurring problem you keep hearing from your members? Well, I mean, the, the biggest problem that our members who primarily are suppliers of technology, but we are unique as a trade association that we have a lot of major user members as well. FedEx, UPS, Procter & Gamble and the, and the rest. But the, the, re, the real problem that is slowing adoption of automation is the lack of trained people. I mean, that is the stumbling block right now. Nobody can find people. So, you know, we talk about in the United States alone, there could be a shortfall of two and a half million jobs just in manufacturing by uh, 2028, because we don't have a a system of training them, uh, people in place so that we can fill these open jobs. And as the population ages, it's only gonna get worse. So we really need to use automation. It's, It's augmenting people, it's not replacing people. In fact, it's creating all sorts of new opportunities for people. Let's talk a little bit to the people piece of this which is that the majority of people are concerned about this uh, movement, automation movement, simply because it might reduce the number of jobs out there. What are you saying to that particular notion and to those who are concerned about that? You know, we looked at this issue over about a 25 year period, and it was really interesting to see that in the United States, for instance, in every period where robot sales went up, unemployment went down. And when robot sales went down, unemployment went up. Just the opposite of what you would expect or what sometimes you hear in the media or in, you know, high profile studies with, with you know, headlines that everybody's gonna be put out of work. And if you go back just pre-pandemic, from 2010 to 2018 was the biggest explosion of the use of robotics and automation in US history. And during that period, unemployment fell from around 10% to 3.5%. And so what we see across the globe is that in countries that automate and take advantage of these technologies, unemployment goes down. The jobs that are created are better and safer and higher paying jobs, not the dull, dirty, dangerous, repetitive jobs that people don't want to do and really shouldn't be doing anyway. So 
we think it's just the opposite, that, that these technologies are saving and creating jobs. I think what you're saying is that communities or nation states will be more competitive by yeah. allowing their people to and com- companies to adopt automation. Yeah, we're a global trade association and the IFR, I'm a member of the executive board of the International Federation of Robotics. The same trends are true across the world. Companies, I mean, countries that automate are more successful in creating jobs. Well, we can look at a lot of trends in history where if you do adopt technology, you're much more likely to keep up. So I very much went in alignment there. So I, I guess the last message for anyone who's listening is you have Automate Forward coming up, which is essentially starting on the 22nd of March. Or a message for anyone who might want to participate just to end this conversation. Yeah, March 22nd through the 26th. It's a whole week of free presentations by the top industry experts in all these fields that we're talking about, robotics, vision, motion, AI. I mean, we've got the senior people who are speaking at this conference. At the same time, there's a trade show going on. 250 or more leading companies who are showing demos of the latest products, You can talk with them one-on-one. It's going to be like a trade show, except it's virtual. It's the closest thing we've found to creating an environment that's going to be like being there. Of course, nothing's the same as being there. But the learning that takes place at at Automate Forward is going to be unlike anything that happens this year for somebody who's interested in automation. And we think that that's a lot of people right now, based on our our pre-registration, which is very strong, There's just so much interest. And again, not just big companies, small and medium-sized companies, not just a few industries like automotive or electronics, agriculture, retail, food processing, life sciences, medical. It doesn't matter. Everybody's looking to automate. And we believe that Automate Forward is a great resource for them. And throughout the year, the, the Association for Advancing Automation can help them get the information they need. Well, I'm so grateful, Jeff, on behalf of the community for having you talk a little bit about how you're helping everyone who's trying to understand industrial automation. So thank you so much for coming on Automating Chain, and I'm sure we'll have you on very soon. Well, thank you, and I'd love to come back. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and let us know what you liked. To follow along with future episodes, be sure to subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice or head over to automatingthechain.com for the latest updates. Until next time.